All right, everybody. Aaron, Tom, and Keith here from a Little Less Conversation podcast with a new offer for you. Normally, our sponsor, Craig Peterson, down at Summit Automotive in Fond du Lac, offers $50 in free gas when you purchase a vehicle from them. Could be new, used, car, truck, van, SUV, or whatever they have. If you go down there and buy a vehicle, what's the offer now, Dom? It's $100 in free gas. How do you get that, Aaron? You got to go down to Summit Automotive in Fond du Lac and purchase a vehicle. Stop down by Craig Peterson. Craig Peterson. Craig Peterson. Craig Peterson. Mention our podcast, a little less conversation, when you purchase a vehicle, and he's going to give you $100 in free gas. You got notes for this one, Aaron? Yeah, yeah. Last week, you didn't have any notes. For so. which, what are we doing now? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just just reading. Uh, oh, U.S. men's basketball team stunned by France, 83-76. What the fuck is they going lost? on? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get Holy like, shit. you know, basketball, they're getting better in these other countries. That's why we're getting more of them in the NBA and whatever. Right, but right. Jesus Christ. We have five. All yeah. NBA players in our seventy-five. Yeah. Like, what is going this. on? They're not a team. They're a bunch of individuals. Well, they don't get to practice. And, and I was gonna say it. It didn't help that two, sh- of, two of the members of the Bucks had to. Well, three <laughs> members of the finals just got there. Yeah. Yeah, but still. But they're, we, they're, we've got studs over there. Yeah, but they're they're a bunch of individuals right now. They're not a team. Yeah. And, and this year was weird because the playoffs ran late because of because of COVID last year, so everything was pushed back, where normally yeah. they have a break between... Right, yeah, because it'd be done in June. I think that that's, yeah. a, that's a good excuse for them losing. Well, these other teams were able to practice. Like, the U.S. team... We're USA supposed is. to have the best players in the world, aren't we? But, but players don't make a team, dude. Well, they do. Um, you need players to make a team. Yes, <laughs> but you need to be able to play together, and you need to, you need to understand your roles. Should, should I remind you that... Uh, the guy that won MVP um, isn't the United isn't from the United States. Yeah, but he's not playing at all. Uh, right, he's but not. No, mm. I don't think he would. I think he, he would rather play for the United States. Oh no, his. I think he'd play for Greece in a heartbeat. You think so? Him and his two brothers? Hell yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that dude's played a lot of basketball. Uh, he, and he carried a team to a championship, literally. Like when you put when you put a fifty in the final. Game. I will I will say that. So I've always been a Giannis fan, mostly because I I like him as an individual. Yes. Um, I always thought that there was a a difference between him and the, we'll say the Michael Jordan. Like I'd never seen him give that type of performance until the final game of the finals. That. Without him, there is no chance they win that game. No, they would have scored 50, yeah. 54 points without him. Like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they might. Is that, was that what the rest of them scored? Yeah, 54? He scored 50. And That's scored fucking crazy. Yeah, it, it's, it was one of the greatest. It, his fucking free throw shooting? Yeah. Oh. What the fuck? Did you hear about that bar? Was it Key Wascom? 
Offered, offered a shot for every free throw he made, and then he made oh, 17, I heard 17, 17 yeah. to everybody oh in the Oh, my God. <laughs> everybody was trashed. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. But, I mean, usually that's a good that's a good yeah, usually it's promo, like yeah. Yeah. You know, he'll be 8 of 17, not, yeah. not 17 and 19. Right. Yeah. He's fucking amazing. All right. Welcome to another episode of A Little Less Conversation podcast. Keith, Dom, Aaron with you as usual. Today we are reviewing the 1999 album from Prince. Yes. Which yes. was released in 1982. Yes. Yes. So confusing. Before we get started on this, though, <laughs> did any of you guys get to watch the uh, Bucks Championship Parade? Obviously, we're a bunch of no. Bucks fans. We're from Wisconsin. Uh, no. Did, did you see any of the highlights from it? No. Oh, dude. Very, very little. You have to go back and you have to look at uh, PJ Tucker when he's up there. Because, first of all, he he walks up to the microphone. He's got a bottle of champagne. Does he have his diamond shoes on? No, he didn't wear them there. Oh. But he goes up he goes up, and he takes a big gulp of the champagne and then just, like, Stone Cold Boston sprays it all over everything, right? Like, just. <laughs> and then he gets up there, and he's like, you know, when I got traded to this team, they told me I needed to be a dog. And then he kind of looks at the team behind him and goes, but we already had a bunch of dogs. They just didn't know how to be dogs yet. So I just had to teach them all how to be dogs. It, it, like, <laughs> it, was, it was one of the greatest <laughs> championship speeches I've ever seen in my life, right? Yeah. And then he, he finishes it by taking another big swig of the champagne and spraying it all over everything. And then Drew Holiday went up after him. And, and they would pass the... When you were at the microphone, you, you held the championship trophy. The Larry yeah. O'Brien trophy. Wait, Giannis gave that up? Yeah. <laughs> he was the last one to get it. Because the greatest thing ever is watching him go through the fucking Popeye's drive-thru with Chick- that thing. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Oh, Chick-fil-A. I, yeah. It came on the news that one morning hilarious. just as I was leaving for work, and I didn't get to see the whole thing. But He's, he's like, I want a 50-piece. Not 51, 50. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, we all said, a uh, bunch of us were watching it, and I said, I forget who brought it up, but somebody said they Chick Fil A should come up with a Giannis meal now. They, they actually yeah. they actually made a drink that they that they made. It's the because he gets a half half seven up half lemonade. I think it is. Y- yes, and they made it's the Giannis now. They, oh. It's the Giannis. But so Drew Holiday comes up and gets the trophy from PJ Tucker. And he looks at it, he goes, man, you ain't even taking care of this trophy. There's there's champagne all over. So P.J. Tucker comes running back, and he pulls his shirt up, you know, and he starts wiping the ball off of the thing <laughs> which was soaked in champagne. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, if you get a chance, look up. Just the P.J. Tucker was great. Yeah, I will. And, and uh, what's his name? Bobby Porter's was good, too, but it wasn't as good as P.J. PJ Tucker. Fans love Bobby Porter. Oh, they do. Yeah. What well, you gotta he like the guy. He some big shots. He and he's blue collar. Like he, he yeah. goes in and does the he's, dirty work. Yeah. He's um. Uh, what's his name? The worm. Rodman. Rodman. He's basically Rodman without without the crazy hair and 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 acting acting and, and, yeah. and the talent. crazy antic. Yeah, but he's not. He's not. But he's clutch though. He comes up with yeah. with big plays well, when you need him, and what he's I high energy. About, what I liked about that dude is he didn't play for like three games. And he never heard him bitch about anything. And then when he's never got called, he went out there and did, did what he had to do. And he made the coach play in the rest of the series. Like, th- that's essentially because he didn't play in the first two or three games of the Phoenix series. Right, until Giannis got hurt. Right? No, 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 no. Yeah, Giannis, oh, the Phoenix. Right, Phoenix series. He, he, didn't, he didn't play. Because he didn't play much the previous series when Giannis got hurt. And then he yeah, came out and, and fucking yeah. lit it up. But then I think he sat game one. I think he played like two minutes in game one and game two each. And then they called upon him because foul trouble in game three. And he just came out and was a dog. 
Yeah, for those of you that are listening, that is the essence of what a team is called. Yes. <laughs> it's severely lacking in sports nowadays. But uh, Bobby Porter will probably sign a minimum contract to stay in Milwaukee. He's, he, we got him for another year. I would year, think but so. I, the fact that the fans embraced him like he did. like You think they'll give him minimum? Nothing above minimum? Uh, he'll get something more. Yeah. But P.J. Yeah. Tucker, I'm curious to because P.J. Tucker is a free agent at the end of is now a free agent. So I'm curious to see if he'll resign. How many championships does he have now? One. Just one? His first championship. Mm. And he beat every member of the 75 from Houston in the playoffs. They all played on different teams, and he beat one member from the starting five on every team. Yeah, that, I did from, see from that. From Houston when he was playing with Houston last year. Hmm. God, was he drunk at the parade, though. Oh, was he? Drunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that dude has stopped drinking since Tuesday night. And the, <laughs> and the parade was Thursday. Did Connaughton talk to or no? Oh, yeah, they all talked. Every, every member of the team talked. Where's that coming from? Why are we getting started I don't know. Here? Hey, hey, we're going to take a short break. Hold on one second. <laughs> there we go. Hey, we go. hey. It worked. That was so just weird. crazy enough to work. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> tech guy. Tech guy. That's why we call him tech guy, people. <laughs> All right. Let's, we should probably get this podcast. Started. All right. Yeah. yeah. Let's, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. We yeah, got a podcast. Go. Yeah. So we're just shooting the shit here. Here we go. <laughs> uh, so the Prince 1999. Uh, yeah. Released October 27th, 1982. All right. Want me to start? Yeah. I mean, you. That's generally how we do it. Yeah. Whoever starts a podcast right. drives a bus. It's been like six minutes since we started a podcast in his defense. That is true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> Track number one. I forgot who started the Track podcast. number one. 1999. Classic Prince. Why, why, why is he doing this? All? Uh, now it stopped. As soon as you moved, yeah. it stopped. I'm a He scared it. Classic Prince. Great start to this album. This film track is basically a party anthem. Fun party song that nobody can sit still to. I gave it an A. Uh, true classic Prince song. Musically, the song is simple but amazing. Lyrically, it's exceptional. Uh, I actually wanted to repeat the song and listen to it again, but I wanted to finish the album review, but I gave it an A+. Okay. Say the first couple words to your, your review. Classic Prince. Classic Prince. Classic Prince <laughs> with great beats <laughs> and outstanding vocals. Most people would not guess it's a song against nuclear arms. Yeah, that's weird. One of his most recognizable songs and one of the ones that put him on the map. I gave it an A. We all gave it an A. Uh, A plus. A plus. Okay. Track two, Little Red Corvette. Another awesome track. If you don't know this song, you must have been living in a cello case in the 80s. (laughs) Yes. Girl, you got an ass like I never seen. I say the ride is so smooth, you must be a limousine. I mean, come on. Great line. This song is about a... Uh, if that doesn't get you like, I, I don't know what will. <laughs> I tried to write, this song is about a hot skank, but I wrote, this song is about a hit skank <laughs> that really gets around, <laughs> and the lyrics are great. I gave it an A. Yeah. Uh, Little Red Corvette, why, go, why is this happening? There. We're good. <laughs> what is going on? I don't know. <laughs> and it's back. Christ. Is it my cord? Is that why it's happening? I don't know. Yeah. No, no, no. Aaron and I both who grabbed the cord at the same time, so who knows? Uh, I said another classic track. Excellent use of double entendre. Um, what an excellent start to the album. This, this musically, this song is excellent. Lyrically, it's even better than the previous song. Uh, the wh- when he talks about seeing the other jockeys that rode, you're, you're like, dude, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, <laughs> this, 
This girl has some loose morals, but it's a great <laughs> song. I gave it an A+. That doesn't make her a bad girl, right? All right. Little Red Corvette. I said this song is a great example of what became one of Prince's signatures related to making up a song. You start slow, but build build up to the catchy refrain and repeat. One of my personal favorite Prince songs, I gave it an A. Strong start to an album right oh, there. Yeah. If you stopped it right here, best album we've ever reviewed. That's right. <laughs> Track three, Delirious. It's an awesome track number three. This track is about a girl who is so hot, he's going to explode. And he's got a lot. We can assume he's saying he's got, or he's going to jizz his pants. <laughs> Funky synthesizer and fast pa- fast-paced track that rocks. I gave it a B plus. Uh, I said this song starts with a funky beat. I don't think I've ever heard this song, but uh, one, I like it. Two, he uses his voice as, an, as another instrument. And three, I like the funky beat the song has. I said it's a great song. I gave it a B plus as well. Delirious. It's a bass and drum heavy song, a nice change from the first two songs to keep things interesting. I called it a very quirky song, but in a good way, I gave it a B. Damn, we're all on the same page right now. I know, it's almost scary, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> track four, Let's Pretend we're, ma- we're Married. Not a track as well known as the first three, but still a good track. Up-tempo beat with decent lyrics about him asking a girl to pretend as, as though they are married and bump uglies all night. Look here, Marsha. I'm not saying this is this to be nasty. I sincerely want to fuck the taste out of your mouth. What a with a line like that, I got to give this track an A. <laughs> uh, let's pretend we're married. I, I didn't really like the choppy vocals on the song. Musically, it seemed all right. When I listened to this, I didn't know how I really felt on it. I gave it a C today, but I think if I listen to the song ten minutes later, the grade could go up or down depending on the mood I'm in. But it, it was a C. Yes, it was a C yesterday when I when I reviewed it. All right, let's pretend we're married. I know exactly why Keith had that feeling about this song, because I said this song screams '80s. Could be a theme <laughs> song for any movie from that era. Since I'm an '80s guy, that means it's another win in my book. I give it a B plus. But I'm not. I'm not that. Far, and like I said, it could have gone either way if I listened to it again. Like if I listen to that song right now, it might be an A. I did the first six songs like on. Tuesday or Wednesday, and then I did the rest last night. But now yeah, we'll we'll get to that. So track five, DMSR, dance music, sex, romance, good beat, funky guitar, okay lyrics. Not my favorite on this album, but it still gets a C plus for me. DMSR, another funky beat to start. I've never heard the song, but I should have. I like the beat on this one. The vocals are excellent in the song. I even like the long instrumental in the middle of the song. The song's a little long, but that doesn't bother me. I think this song would have been one of his best songs live. I never did see him live, unfortunately. I give this one an A. DMSR. I said, I may be in synthesizer heaven. This song gives a theme to Beverly Hills Copper Run for its money. Added bonus here is the snippets of Prince's guitar play intertwined. Dance, music, sex, romance is another winner. I gave it an A minus, but I did say it would have been an A if it was a little bit shorter. Mm. But don't you think that, like, it, first of all, has any of us seen him live, or did no. any of us see him live? No, no, no. Did see him dead either? Yeah. No. I, I, I think that might also be the fan. But why on and off like that? And it's never done that before. I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> I don't. What, whatever. Whatever. Um, I think live that song would have been probably one of his best songs. It could be. Like, Maybe. I obviously like the song. <clears throat> All right, track six, automatic. Good music, but a bit repetitive. 
Apparently, this chick has him pussy whoop. Decent lyrics, but probably my least favorite on the album so far. I gave it a C. Automatic. This song is not very good. Very repetitive. Way too long. I could have gone the rest of my life without hearing this song. First bad, first bad song on the album. I gave it a D. Automatic. I wrote. It is now nearly three minutes into this song, and I'm not sure what I think of, of this one. First impression was a cool beat, but I would probably get sick of it by the end. It's a nine minute and twenty six second song. Now it's six minutes in, and my fears are being realized. Has not been any real singing for nearly three minutes, and the beat is getting old. My God, eight minutes in, and I feel like I'm living Groundhog's Day. D plus. <laughs> okay, that's kind of to me. That's kind of where this album it took a turn. Anyways, um, track seven, something in the water does not compute. Now this is the worst track on the album so far. Blah lyrics, blah music. This should have been thrown in a dumpster and set on fire. I gave it an F. Ooh. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, something in the water. This song is, has too much going on. It makes me anxious. I'm not a fan of the song, but it's slightly better than the previous one. I gave it a D plus. This is where we separate ways, people. Something in the water. Not a typical print song at all. I don't hate it, but it's throwing me off because the sound is is so much different and it still has his voice in it. Going to give this one a B minus just for being different. If it's different, it's always good. Especially when you're well, prince. For me, it, it, it must have been okay. <laughs> Track eight, free. Another bad song. Boring lyrics and boring music. A definite skip for me, but I guess, I guess you can't have all the stellar tunes on one album. I gave it a C minus. Free. Uh, this song is a very 80s song. The message is very much a theme from the 80s. Not quite anti-communism, anti, anti-communism, but not far either. Never mind. Actually, went full anti-communism. Not terrible, but nowhere near, nowhere near his best stuff. I gave it a C. Whew. We are miles away, people. Free. Oh, I knew you'd like this song. This is yet another change in sound, and I love this one. Highlighted by primarily Prince's voice and a piano. It's a great example of him showing that he can absolutely do a straight up rock pop song and do it well. I gave it an A minus. It's a straight Whoa. it's a straight eighty song, is what it is. Like it, it, it sounded like it came from nineteen eighty two. And the rest of his music doesn't really do that. See, I don't think so. I think that piano makes it timeless. It sounded like an eighty song. The lyrics were straight eighty. The li- lyrics, yes, but musically I don't think it was. All right. Track nine, Lady Cab Driver. This song sounds similar to the song Sheila by Ready for the World. Funky beat. The lyrics are just okay. I gave it a C. Can I hear a little singing of the Sheila? <laughs> oh, Sheila. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did you notice that? Like the, the beat. I dipped the, until you just said it, but you're, you're, you're actually right. Yeah. Lady Cab Driver. Another funky beat. I like the song. Vocally, he's good on this one. I can't believe this wasn't released as a single. Lyrically, he goes back to what he's good at, which is singing about sex. Uh, I gave it a B plus. Keith and I might come to blows. <laughs> Lady cab driver. There's that typical Prince funky guitar sound. A little bit of a letdown on the vocals after the previous song, but that one was so good that this is still okay. Not sure about the girl either getting killed or screwed in the background, though, and, and once again, too long of a song. I gave it a C. Could you figure out what that was? If she was getting oh, killed she was, or... She was getting screwed. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, it was a little iffy, I think. No. No. That was, <laughs> that was Prince going to work is what that was. 
Track 10. All the critics love you in New York. This track is about times changing in music. Honestly, I think this track sucks dirty dicks. This album is going downhill fast. I gave it a D. All the critics love you in New York. This is not a good song. The music is very repetitive. This song is the first one I think should have been left off the album. Lyrics are repetitive. I gave it a D as well. Uh, We're back together, boys. All the critics love you in New York. This one is a mess. Mostly talking to the song, and that's not what you want to hear from Prince. Not a fan. D minus. Okay. All right, last track. Track 11, International Lover. This album ends on an okay track. Using the everyday commercial air pilots announcement, but making it sexual, of course. That's what Prince does. Uh, Like I said, it's an okay track. I gave it a C plus. International Lover. Uh, A Prince love song. It's a pretty good ballad, and I like ballads, so I don't mind the song. Vocally, I thought he was good. I gave it a B. I knew Keith would love this song. Yeah, I th- I thought for, about that, that when I was not just because it. it's a ballad, but because of what I am going to refer to, "International Lover," throwback song to the fifties. Not a bad bad rendition of a song from that era. Love the fifties music and pretty big fan of this song as well. Only drawback was it could have been. Shorter to fit with the length of songs from that era as well. I give it a B plus. So we're all pretty much on board. But I, I did like how he took that song that, that s- could have been a 50s song and updated it with his spin on it. Like like Aaron said, made it sexual because that's what he does with every song. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a really filthy mind. Or he did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with that. I no, mean, no, whatever. No. All right, so to wrap it up, um, I wrote this album started off fucking fantastic. The first four to five tracks were on fire. Prince brought the business early with the, with vocals, uh, music, lyrics, the whole shebang. Then the rest was a dumpster fire. I'm a big Prince fan, and even I was disappointed with the second half of this album. I listened to the first five or six tracks, then shut it down. All in all, I give the album a B minus. So originally this album peaked at number nine. Uh, it peaked actually higher after he died, though. It, it re-entered the Silver Top it, 200. It actually peaked higher the following year. Yeah. I in think, 1983. I think after he died, it peaked at number three, I want to say. Uh, this, this album features two of his best songs that he ever released in 1999, A Little Red Corvette. Add to that a handful of other really good songs, and only a few that I would skip if I ever decided to listen to this album again. I would say it's close to a classic, but not quite even though it's not considered anywhere near his best album. It was a solid album. I would give a B-plus overall grade. Would have been better if you had taken out a couple of the filler songs. Did you know that this this album actually, some of the like um, music magazines rated this, rated this in the, as one of the top albums of all time? Yeah. Uh, what? Like I, I would disagree with that. Rolling Stone rated it like top but 200. I have a theory, not not having read anything on that as to what they wrote about it, my theory is that they did that because this is his first album with the Revolution, and this is the one that put really put him put on him the map. map yeah. yes. yes. But it's not his best album. It's like, not. And, and but what, it does have some of his best stuff in it. What they didn't say either is how many other albums were also in those on those lists. Right. Like, I'm sure Purple, if this was in the top 200, I'm sure Purple Rain was in the top 100. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Prince is going to have yeah. more than one album in the top 500 albums of all time. Good like, chance. Good chance. 
All right. I said uh, this album is a pretty accurate example of what you get from Prince. A very eclectic mix of rock, pop, and funk that in the end is quite entertaining. Three songs from here charted. 1999 at, charted at number nine. Little Red Corvette at number six. And Delirious at number 12. But there were a couple of stinkers in there, too. Overall, I would listen to all of these songs again, minus Automatic and All the Critics Love You in New York. I am mostly a fan of the rocks, rock side of Prince, but I can't deny that when he makes everything, mixes everything together, as he did in this album, you get more winners and losers. I gave it a B plus. The side note was, this is one long-ass album. Shortening that up a little bit would have raised the final grade for sure. Yeah. Like, there, there, there was, what, four or five songs that were over, like, seven minutes or more? There, there were three songs that were over seven minutes, and they're all in a row, which didn't help. But I think that was because when they when they released this, they released it on vinyl. It was a it was a two albums, two yeah, album set. Yeah, because it threw me off when I looked it up and it said side one, side two, side yeah. three, side four. But so so, like his first five songs or well, side I think side three was two songs. <laughs> yeah, and it was. What was the one that was like nine minutes long? Was that yeah, automatic? That was the, yes. That was so automatic and something in the water were were on one side of, of an album by themselves. It, back in the vinyl days. They couldn't so I think that's why the, I think if they would have released like if, if C D technology had been around, I think this album would have been mixed differently. Which I think would have helped it. Because you wouldn't have had to put those those two long songs back to back. You know what I'm saying? Like you wouldn't have yeah. you wouldn't have to have them so that they fit on fit yeah. on a vinyl cut. So, but I mean, all of these songs were long. Like there was, I don't, all of them were close to five minutes at least. Yeah, it, it was a longer album. It was longer than I expected. Yeah, it to be. I, I was surprised when I looked at it and I'm like, Keith picked this one. This is a long album. Well, I actually didn't look at the time when I picked. It. I looked at the songs because I knew I knew yeah. I knew two songs for sure. I may have heard Delirious before, but I don't remember. I it that can't much. believe that that charted at number twelve because I, I, I've heard it before, but I, I don't know. I, I may have heard it once or twice on the radio ever. The, like the, the thing is, he's got so many good songs that even though that's a pretty good song, you don't have to play it anymore because his his, his overall catalog is right. I mean, stacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you hear some of the even bigger hits. Um, that I don't hear that like even Little Red Corvette I don't hear a not ton. Off, you don't hear not like you hear 1999 or When Doves Cry yeah. or you know um, Purple Rain. Purple Rain. Like even Rain. Raspberry Beret is yeah. played yeah. pretty heavy. You you, um, you rarely hear Kiss anymore. Uh, right. What was the uh, and that used to get played Diamonds and Pearls. Yeah, Diamonds and Pearls. I was gonna say you yeah. don't you don't hear Seven. So did you know when you suggested doing a Prince album? Did you know that he's he released a new uh, a new song. I didn't actually till I started researching this. I really? haven't listened He's to it yet. He's releasing a new album, actually. Yeah. So they found all this stuff that was basically completed when they went through all his stuff after he died. Huh. Which, I, which, which, <laughs> I think it was my daughter that Angie was telling telling me this because I didn't I hadn't even heard that he was releasing anything, and uh, she said, "Yeah, they found all this stuff." And my daughter goes. How does that happen with every musician? I said, because they're artists. I said, I just envision if they're musicians, they have like partially completed and all completed and, and the stuff that I want to change, you know, like just stuff everywhere. Yeah, they yeah. probably make, I mean, just a shit ton of songs and then they load it up in the computer right. and then... I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm going to go into my studio and just start... start and, and a guy some like some him where, where his studio yeah. is literally in his house. Yeah. 
that they've now turned into a museum, which I think I'm going to. I think I, I think a friend of mine are going to take a road trip to Minnesota Park. Yeah, hey, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. I think a friend of mine are going to do. It. We, we kind of talked about it last week, and I think it's something we're going to try to work on getting done. Yeah, yeah. But I I was a little bit floored at the at the two that I like. I thought I was going to really like this album, which I did. But I didn't really think I was going to have a grade below a C. Uh, honestly, I, I will say you're going to find it hard to hard to find many '80s albums where you're not going to find a, 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 a any album. I, I don't care what what your what your was released, where you're not going to find some song that you don't like on it. I didn't think I was uh, going to be able to throw out an F on this album, but I did. Again, I especially a guy like Prince, who, Prince. But he puts think about all the albums that guy put out. Like you're gonna, you're going to occasionally have to put a bad song on, on an album when you're when you're. But you don't have to. He could have no. made it ten. He but, but he did, went to eleven because it's one. It's one better. Yeah, eleven. But better. in this case, it's not. <laughs> but, but nine would have been perfect. <laughs> I I don't know. I I just think he's every artist does it. Oh every, yeah. Every no, I'm I, I'm not holding it against him. I was just surprised by it. I really thought I was, I was going to basically love every track. <laughs> And like I said, maybe I he loved every every track that he put on there. Maybe he was like, "Yep, this is." Maybe he thought it was. Gonna I, be I have to believe. All the way I through, have to believe you know? that someone like like Prince did love every every track that he put on his albums. Yeah, because there's there's people that make albums just for the sake of making albums and making money and yada yada yada. I think Prince is one of those guys who genuinely did it for the music. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, probably. And, and the girls. And but the girls. <laughs> And maybe the guys. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Maybe. Well, okay. The partners. How's that? Yes, the yes. partners. Whatever he wanted. <laughs> All right. Wrap her up. Yeah. Tie All a nice, right. Tie a nice bow on it. Tie a nice bow on it. Uh, if you want to email us, uh, uh, <laughs> a little less conversation podcast at gmail.com. I just remembered it's not Aaron's turn to close. <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> Facebook, Little Less Conversation Podcast. We'd like to thank the Pull Tops again for their music. Make sure you check them out. they got really great music. Uh, ThePullTops.com. Uh, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Craig Peterson, down at Summit Automotive in Fond du Lac. That's on Rolling Meadows Drive. If you're looking for a car, truck, van, any type of vehicle other than hot air balloon. Or tank. Or tank. Or airplane. Which we have confirmation he does not have. Right. Or he didn't think so. Right. Maybe someday they will, but. Not right now. I wonder. You should have him check in the back just to see. All right. I'll he might be back him. in the corner. He's a I'll car. Sh- him. He's a car salesman. Have him go talk to his manager. <laughs> 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 well, I assume you'd have to do that before he went to check in the back. Yeah. 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 Probably not. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, if you're gonna buy a vehicle, go down and see Craig. Uh, if you purchase a vehicle, make sure you mention our podcast, and he's gonna throw in a hundred dollar gas card. For free. Free $100 worth of gas. Check us out anywhere that podcasts are available. Just think about that. People get paid, can get paid to listen to us. We don't even get paid. Yeah, right? Right. Yeah. Well, kind of. What? Well, a little, yeah. Somewhat, yeah. We get sponsored. Yeah. It's Actually, kind of pay. It's not really pay. I don't know what you... It's a sponsor, yeah. Yeah. 
Actually, but, no, our listeners can make more money off of Craig than, than what he pays to actually sponsor us. We do this for the listeners. Yeah, I mean, yes. they can if they if yes. they buy if they buy a car, multiple cars. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Because yeah, you can buy a car this year, and the next year you can go back and get that other car that you want. Did you buy two right. cars yeah. the same year? <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> spoken from a guy who's done it. Yes. I it. <laughs> I'll have to ask Craig because what if someone goes in there and they purchase two vehicles? They should get two gas cars. They should. They should. And Craig should let us know who they are, and we're going to send them some swag if they buy That's two. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, right. Yeah. It's a good idea. You go buy two two cars from Craig. You let us know. We'll hook you up. Yeah, That's we'll, right. We'll send you a t-shirt or a hat or something. Can koozie something. Something. Maybe one of each. Dude, I I got a window sign that yes. they can that yeah. they can have. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us. Uh, until next time. Oh, uh, I'll suck on a fatty, I guess. <laughs> and have a good holiday. <laughs> What you guys think? Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? fuck you, dude.